5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 14 minutes after 8, we're joined by the Health Minister, Stephen Wade. Minister, good morning to you. Morning, Will. Um, how can it be just two years after the whole Oakden scandal took place that we've got three state government-run aged care facilities that failed to meet standards? Where... Well, it's, it's certainly disappointing when any of our facilities uh, fail to meet accreditation. Uh, what we've seen since Oakden is that there's been a, a significant focus on, on raising the bar and increasing the scrutiny. We welcome that. Um, in, the, in the last year, the number of sanctions issued to aged care providers by the Commonwealth Commission has more than doubled. Uh, and all indications are that's continuing to rise. So we su- we support raising the bar and increasing scrutiny. Uh, SA Health is 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 actively uh, rolling out plans to deal with the issues raised in relation to the two facilities uh, that we're responsible for, and we believe we're making good progress on adis- on addressing the concerns raised. Stuart Johnson, the the bloke who blew the whistle on Oakden, seems a little bit. Less impressed with the, with the with these results, to to say the the, the least. Oh, no, let, let, let me clear. Let me. Clear. I'm disappointed. I, I want I want all of our facilities uh, to meet the, meet standards constantly. Uh, but the um, the Commonwealth accreditor has come in and highlighted issues that we need to address. We're going to do that because the state government is determined to be an exemplar provider of aged care services. Uh, that's why we're we're looking at a, a rollout of uh, CCTV mo- monitoring, uh, monitoring with, which doesn't just deal with um, with audio surveillance to, to, to guard against abuse, but also um, allows the remote monitoring of, of, um, of, of conditions uh, and in particular um, perhaps monitors uh, fall risks and, and other risks within a room. Uh, so we're actively working to, to raise the quality of our care uh, and when the Commonwealth highlights issues, uh, we'll be uh, vigorous in addressing them. In relation to Ira Parker, for example, we've, we've employed an advisor and administrator to, to work through a formal action plan. We've hired additional staff. We've undertaken staff training. and We've updated resident care plans and risk assessments. The Commonwealth's going to come back shortly, uh, and we, we, uh, we are hopeful that they'll find uh, everything is to their satisfaction. Ira Park's facing sanctions, which means they've had six months to get it fixed and it hasn't happened. Oh, no, no. Sorry, that that was um, there, there was the, the my understanding of what the way it was expressed in the Tizer is not is not my understanding of how it works. Uh, we, we were advised of of issues at the end of February, and my understanding is that we have up till September to basically show that we've fixed it. We believe we've made very good progress on addressing the issues. So you believe that they're now compliant? Uh, no, I'll leave that judgment to the Commonwealth accreditors. But um, but my understanding is good progress has been made. Minister, um, interested to hear about this uh, home hospital initiative. Um, obviously, it's uh, it's something that um, you know, if 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 all the necessary uh, I's are dotted and T's are crossed, if you can get people out of emergency departments and and you know where it's appropriate into um, into home care, it's probably a good idea. How, how can you do it safely though? Well, we've been running a, a series of um, of pilots uh, in recent months. Uh, for example, in uh, in the northern suburbs, we've been using um, uh, partnering with a, a group called Pop Up Community Care, a, a GP-based service, which has been linking patients uh, who were otherwise presenting at ED to the GP and the community and community services. Uh, that's reduced ED, ED presentations amongst that group by uh, by 50%. Uh, another pilot we've had in the northeastern suburbs uh, is called Geriatrics in the Home, uh, which has involved um, providing hospital-type care to people in their own homes. So 
Um, the, the people receive home visits. It might be from a doctor, a nurse, an OT, a physio. They're particularly patients who might need short-term care and treatment, such as with physiotherapy, wound care and pain management. Uh, I was privileged to, um, to visit a family at Golden Grove that were part of this program, uh, and they just sang the praises of the impact it was having on their life. For an older person, it can be very disruptive, even disorienting, um, to have to go for an inpatient um, hospital care. Uh, it, uh, it can often involve um, prolonged bed rest, which decreases their muscle strength. Uh, it also in increases the risk of hospital-based um, infection. Mm. Um, but one, one of the things that was most striking uh, talking to that couple was the, the, the capacity for them to stay together as a couple. So, so the wife was able to provide constant care and support to her loved one. It meant whenever a health professional came, she was there, she was able to stay uh, stay informed and involved in the care of her loved one uh, and the comfort, safety and privacy that, uh, that they were able to get through this process, they were just uh, overwhelmed, overwhelmingly gratified by. So I think this, this shows that we can improve patient care and satisfaction but also free up hospital beds and ease the pressure on our, on our busy emergency departments. I think it's also important to highlight another aspect of the home hospital is, is to actually keep, keep vulnerable people healthy before they deteriorate to the point where they need to be transferred. Yeah. Uh, that will ease pressure on our ambulances. Um, it will uh, reduce uh, pressure in our EDs and, and hospital admissions. And some of the technology that we think will be used is already being used here and there. Uh, for example, uh, remote monitoring. We've got uh, people all around the state who are being monitored for respiratory, cardiac or diabetes-related conditions. But what we haven't got is a statewide home hospital. We want to develop a, mm. a coordinated approach. Uh, in that, in that uh, remote monitoring, we provide people with equipment so that they can have their clinical signs monitored. And that often just gives them enough confidence to be able to stay at home. If you're, if you're a country person with a cardiac problem, for many people in the past, it was just a risk they weren't willing to take. Yeah. They, they, they moved to the city. And if it can alleviate pressures on the health system more broadly, that's, that's going to be a welcome, uh, welcome yeah. outcome. Health Minister Stephen Wade, thank you very much for your time this morning. 21 minutes after six, it is time to check traffic. Thanks to Dave Potter Honda, get seven years free warranty and roadside assist during Dave Potter Honda's end of financial year sale. Morning, Lucy. Good morning, guys. Up in St George's on Port Rush Road near Woodcroft Avenue, there's a burst water main affecting both directions for peak hour. Traffic is slow here. The left-hand lane approaching the freeway is blocked. Westbound on Cross Road, also approaching the freeway entrance, is pretty slow. Glenburn Road in both Tranmere and further down in Leebrook, minor delays. Montefiore Road onto the Morfitt Street Bridge, looking busy. And in Glenelg North on Old Tapley's Hill Road near Anzac Highway, there was a building fire, so just watch out for some crews who are there at the moment. Australian Mining companies work with local farmers to rehabilitate mining land ready for productive farming. Visit minerals.org.au for more information.